0: most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad in reality they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great welcome to the next action podcast with your host brian wallace in 15 minutes we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness welcome back everybody glad that you're tuning in such a pleasure Today, we have Dave Robeson on the show. For those of you who live under a rock that don't know about Dave, Dave is this amazing voice actor. And just wait until he introduces himself. (laughs) (laughs) Hello,
1: Brian. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: Can you say, this summer, coming to (laughs) theaters.
1: Coming to theaters this summer, the blockbuster hit that will change
0: your world damn that's just ridiculous like everybody's always like what does that guy sound like who is this person and that's dave
1: right that's dave that's me and, and that's it and inevitably you're walking around you you're going through your life you're at the check on. it's like god you have a great voice do you do radio
0: it's like i, I do audio books and uh, audio fiction online thank you so much yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. And it's a wonderful gift to have in the world, right? I know I that, feel blessed. Yeah. I genuinely do. Just because the engagement of story and storytelling
1: as a narrator, it feels like I am participating in making an already awesome story that much more awesome. And that's that's a rare rare gift and I'm incredibly grateful for those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Anybody who can add audio and color to that is incredible. I know that we were just talking about the creepy internet before. And part of why I started the <laughs> podcast is because people tell me that I have a nice, relaxing sounding voice. I'm like, oh, well, where's this conversation going? Oh, right. You're saying I should do a podcast. Got it. So I don't have like the, this summer voice, but people like mine, I'm like the the chill NPR kind of reporting sort of thing.
1: Exactly. I was just going to say you you would slot into the NPR vibe beautifully. Well,
0: thank you. But this is about you, not me, and we've already gone through two minutes. So let's hit it. Tell us what you're doing right now beyond the art of voice. Sure. Um, I've
1: recently entered into the software entrepreneurial field with a, a software, a web-based software application called Archivos, which is essentially, it's a, it's a story mind map. Uh, uh, it's, it's a cre- it was created so that you could see stories the way you think about stories, because stories are not just one character or one event. It's a character that does a thing at a place with another character. And it's this web work of interactive and interconnected relationships. So I created Archivos so you could visualize those relationships where you go in, you document the people and places, events of of whatever narrative you're trying to convey. Uh, You define the relationships between them. And then Archivos gives you these three cool display modes where you can actually see that network of association. Uh, and and that's, that really, in a nutshell, is, is what Archivos does. It's great for people developing stories. It's also a, a, a wonderful tool for conveying those stories, those narratives to other
0: people. I love it. And it's fascinating. And it's also pretty new, and you're pretty new to entrepreneurship. So I imagine there's all sorts of questions that you have for this journey. You're not just starting out in the business world, I but this do. is a whole other ball of wax for you. So tell us It really is. Yeah, for sure. So tell us a little bit on where you think we can help in the 15 minutes or even less that we have now. Okay.
1: No, I I can fill 15 minutes easy with all the questions (laughs) I have, but the 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 big ones the big ones first and foremost is with Archivos, there are so many Opportunities, so many industries that can be applied to. Writers can use it. Gamers can use it. Uh, uh, You know, wikis for for movies uh, uh, can be applied. Education, uh, genealogy. There are so many different verticals that we could pursue. And I'm I'm terrified that you know I got a lot of advice early on that I should focus, pick one, do it well. And I'm, I'm terrified of if I do that, that I'll be missing out on an opportunity in another industry that could bring us to a revenue, a sustainable revenue stream Yeah, I
0: think it's semi-bad advice that you're getting. So first off, never ask your friends that aren't entrepreneurs about stuff like this because they're just going to be your cheerleaders. And it's basically <laughs> like you're insulting them and you're, you're kind of crapping on your friends. It's like, just have them over some, for some wine or something. So yeah, I think the problem with the advice is you've already picked a niche Right? So why do we need to go further with that? It doesn't make any sense. So I would think that rather than figure out the perfect use of archivos, we need to figure out the perfect uses, clusters of archivos. So I feel like writers mm. and movies go together a lot. I feel like it's a lot of writers' dreams for their book to be thrown into garbage and <laughs> re-screened in a movie that this is all the points <laughs> in the movie critics get mad. But I digress. <laughs> Gamers are kind of their own thing. Uh, I know we talked about education market, genealogy, corporate. I think the, the key here is just to make sure that you have a strong enough case study and application of high profile people for each industry. So that way, when you're walking in, you're trying to get into the movie market and break in or whichever of these particular rabbit holes, you have enough to go on. So it's totally fine. I wouldn't go crazy and pick. 10 or 15 or a hundred, but I think it's totally fair to pick a few.
1: (laughs) Okay. No, that that's legit. And then creating use cases and samples in Archivos to demonstrate uh, uh, its ability to function and deliver uh, value in those industries. That's that's excellent. Absolutely. I love that. And we have to also be
0: mindful that. that each one of these industries are going to have their own lexicon of words. So we can't go crazy trying to be everything mm. to everyone, but we're already niche enough that I think it's okay. So let's, let's dive in a little bit. Okay. Let's just get into movies, right? So I know you and sure. I were talking about, well, how the sure. heck do we crack into these companies? Because the first time that you showed me this software, I'm like, Dude, this would be perfect for IMDb. Everybody every app uses IMDb and if you could yeah. plug into the back end and you could be like a checkbox into everybody's IMDb profile, that would be great, right? So let's dive into I mean you don't know everybody there, right? They're not I
1: know no I don't, know, I don't right. think I know if anybody. If you're listening there. guys, there's <laughs> this guy
0: named Dave and he'll say this summer however many times you want, just let him in the door. So What the heck do we get people's attention when they don't know us and they're big and we're small and this and that. But guess what, everybody? Like, that's not how the world works. A lot of people are going to tell you, send out press releases, send them a fruit basket, do old school Pony Express style garbage. But I think that it's a two part path. One is, well, overall, it's making them come to you. So I think part of it is relationship economy. So just in a brief search on LinkedIn, I know several people that work there at IMDB on a high level. So I could look at the people that I know, those folks, the people that are in my network that respect me a lot and they're happy to help me to help you. And then you could just be in the door, right? Holy crap. I didn't
1: even consider the, 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 the connectivity in LinkedIn as a venue yeah. into and that. That's inspired. That's about
0: that? Dude. On top of just the relationship side and introductions on a, a warm basis, so you're not just pitching them, you could make a whole video. I mean, again, you've got the, the angelic voice here, right? So if you did something and you said IMDB a hundred (laughs) times in a video, I'm pretty sure you'd get their attention. So I think you could make a custom content, custom video, maybe some LinkedIn posts, tag them in it, right? To really get their attention. So that way you're advancing across two fronts at once. One, the relationship economy, the back door, and two, the content side. So you're not just coming in with just straight up form, but also form and function.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Oh God, my brain is already pinging. Yes. I I love the idea of, of creating a video just to demonstrate how Archivos can be used as a, as a movie database tool. And then, yeah, I'll just say IMDB 25 times.
0: Exactly. (laughs) The world world doesn't realize it, but anytime (laughs) you write anything into the universe of the internet, the second it starts traveling around, you don't think that they have PR people and investor relations people and communications people that are just sitting there waiting for every Google alert. And they're like, oh no, it went off again. What What do I have to go clean up? And then they're like, oh look, it's something that's not spam and crap and garbage. So you could get people's attention. It's almost like right. going viral, but it's, as opposed to going viral on the internet, which isn't that hard and sometimes not beneficial, going viral within an organization is tremendously fantastic and can take you a long way. Super target, Sweet. Sure. Got it. God, I, yeah, yeah. I love it. I can I can do so, that. I can absolutely do that. Yeah, I know you and I also. So let's that's turn cool. into something that's very serious that needs a lot of careful thought and attention. So it's great. You have the voice. You've got the mm-hmm. platform. You've got the entrepreneurship. You've got a sweet app that once everybody sees it and we pick the industries, it's going to go nuts. But you've got other things going on in your life. If we can, if you permit me, let's talk about this a bit.
1: I do. Yeah. I, 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 absolutely, I, and that's kind of why I wanted to come onto the show was to, to, to share this. Cause I'm not, I know I'm not the only one enduring this who's going through this. Uh, my, my wife, uh, uh was recently, not recently, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's several years ago. Recently, uh, we discovered oh that God. she has stage four cancer and has been given a prognosis of, of eight to 10 months to live. Uh, uh and this you know at the onset i mean that that alone is a devastating piece of news uh but i also have a young product on the line uh that if i walk away from it will wither it will die um fortunately between the alzheimers and the cancer she needs to rest and she she naps uh uh several hours out of every day so it's it's this it's this ability to be able to continue as an entrepreneur while still honoring and cherishing the people that you love when we're in
0: this this crisis mode. Sure. So moment first off, that we've my into. blessings and prayers for a speedy recovery, and I hope everything goes much better than whatever they're saying. Doctors uh, don't know everything; they're not God, and they don't really know. So. And I hear you. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> would look at you and me. I have some personal things going on to you, but this is about you, not me. And we only have a few minutes. So let's get into you. A lot of people probably look at you and they're like, Dave, come on, what are you doing? You can't build a company. You should be sitting in your bedside all day. It's like, what do you want? You want me to go crazy? Am I supposed to like sit there for four hours and just stare at the wall while she's sleeping? So I, we were just talking about Randy Pausch uh, was exactly. very famous for the last lecture. Um, he had some very serious cancer. And before he passed away, He got on stage, wrote a book, while he needed to get necessary exercise to live and would go on a bike for a couple hours, he would just dictate his thoughts to his editor. And they pumped out an amazing book that's helped a tremendous amount of people. So I agree. I think it's very important to channel, especially in times of stress and urgency and really a crisis, a true crisis here, to have something to do, to explore your passion. Mm. And I would not recommend to stop it given your situation. But we have to figure out how to be the most effective in the time that we have, which I think is true for everybody. You know, Everybody doesn't have unlimited time. You're only going to live 100 years or whatever if you're lucky. So yeah, everybody needs to think about this. Sure. You need to be, think yeah. about this uh, even closer than everybody else. So I would say- you know, turn off Facebook, turn off all notifications on your phone, like get rid of social media, throw it in the garbage and just be super intentional. I think a lot of people, you before you know it, you're watching stupid videos and you're just endlessly scrolling through everybody's lives. Turn that crap off. Or maybe you have like an hour every few days to just do that. But to go down rabbit holes of that, when you could be developing this product and being super intentional, it ain't worth it. So I think it's worth figuring out the right content on the right platforms. So obviously the audio is great. The video is necessary, product development. And then marketing, press, visibility, speaking at places, which, I mean, you're a speaker, but I don't know how much you get up on stage. But I feel like really circling in and spending as much time focused on this as opposed to all that other crap is super important.
1: I think that makes good sense, actually, because there... You know, when you're in these crisis modes, uh, your, your, your first instinct is to reach out to your community. And that's a valid instinct, absolutely. Um, but that community, while it's a source of comfort, can also be a, a source of distraction and and diffusion of intent. And I, I, think, I think your suggestion of, of unplugging at least for a span of time each day from the internet's... Fire hose. I think that makes good sense. And I think it will really help focus me as I move forward uh, uh, in trying to evolve and develop. Yeah, time's the only thing we have. And
0: would you say that there's predictable amounts of time every day that you have here? Has it been pretty consistent?
1: Pretty consistent. There's there are uh, a few hours in the morning, a few hours in the afternoon, and then some hours in the late evenings okay. that I so can reliably as up to depend the last upon. few
0: seconds. Here, I think just getting a very strict regimen with a little wiggle room, I think, is the right thing to do. So, Dave, thank you so much. I really do hope everything works out from that, and I, I love what you're doing. Thank you so much for being on today,
1: Brian. Thanks for having me. This has been outstanding. I deeply appreciate it.